Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. This is the last episode of the season, season nine. The the season (laughs) that bridged magic and bliss. The line, as it were, between the M and the B in our name. Not that there is a line, it's just a bridge. It's just a bridge. Yes. So, what has this season been about? Where fate and magic intersect, effectively. So we had to get into the meat or substance of fate and explain it as well as we could in as little time as we as we were able and to show how magic plays into that but how effectively we are our lives are governed by our fates but we are the architects of our fates and there's so much to there's so much to fate known and unknown seen and unseen that I mean we could spend hours and hours and hundreds and hundreds of pages trying to explain it but effectively we have to go live our lives and experience our lives in order to really understand it and just allow for a really massive unfolding, but a conscious unfolding. And what do you mean by conscious unfolding? As in you're living from a place of true consciousness, right? As in you are, I mean, it, you could have divine awareness, which would be great, but full-bodied consciousness would be amazing where you are just, you are either, you either see yourself as a being of love Mm. You can see yourself as a divine being. Mm. You can see yourself as an empowered being. Mm. I'm not going to put in divine empowerment together yet. You can do that later. And you are operating from that place. Yeah. So without karma, without fear, without ego, you are in a place in which you can shift your reality as you need. You can create whatever it is that you desire to support your purpose and go about as if everything is okay. So I have a quick, that sounds very nice. It sounds really nice. I'm like, wow. I'm not going to break that down, uh, but I am going to ask a question. How does it work then? If I'm at one with me, okay, you're at one with you. Mm-hmm. We have extremely different, most things Incredibly about different. <laughs> but somehow we are one. Even though we're one, you know, your purpose and my purpose may not fully align. Funny enough, we have just found a point of convergence though, right? Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. Where we enjoy working together. We had, we've developed a massively deep collab and it's something that we're like, we can't even see an end to it yet. Mm. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. I can't really see an end to it. It's, it's, it's hit some nice little momentum there. Yeah. And so it'll just keep unfolding until it stops and we'll know. Yeah. It's really yeah. nice. That's the sort of generally expansive. It's the generously expansive nature of fate that we can do that. Right. And that if you tell me tomorrow, listen, I met this really cool person. You'll really like them. <laughs> I'll be like, will I? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I would, I've never, I would never be so naive to say you'll really like them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but maybe you truly believe it in your gut. So I'll be like, cool, okay. okay. And, and you, know, you know what? I need, I have this feeling. I'm just going to go work with them okay. for a bit. And I'll be like, Nice. We've created this awesome thing. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's it's gained momentum. It's not going to really require a whole lot of energy from us. Just keep going and going. Mm. And then you go off and you go do your thing. I go off and do my thing. You know, that's that's how any kind of relationship in higher consciousness plus is going to work. 
whether it be romantic in nature, where it's not like, oh, I have met somebody else. Let me just go, you know, whatever. But it's a together we do something, but when we're not necessarily in the same route, we're going to go do other things. And everything is just going to be a reflection of the fullness of our life experiences. And freedom. Mm -hmm. But does that mean that everyone that comes, that we come into contact, when we're in higher consciousness, Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to higher consciousness plus here. (laughs) I noted the difference. (laughs) Because the reason why is that you were saying in full consciousness, we're being called to be divinely connected. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. That's why all the drama still maybe happens. Right? It's a bit hellish, some might say. When you're in higher consciousness then and you're living from your fate, does that mean everyone you meet at every point are part of your fate? Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. That's so fucking weird. It's really weird. And so there's never... Like everyone like the shopkeeper or like everyone like that you feel a connection with? It's going to be the connection. Like strong connection or like whatever's connection? That depends. Okay. That depends. That's that's for you to answer. <laughs> okay, fine. Sorry. Right? I'm just really, this is just like blowing my mind. Okay, go on. Okay. So um, does that mean if we meet them, we're also in their fate? Yeah. If they're in your fate, you're in their fate. Oh May not, maybe not for the same reason. Okay. Yeah. That's quite cool. Because it depends on where they're coming from and where you're coming from. What is set in stone in our fate? Yeah. Final fate <laughs> questions of the season. <laughs> your purpose is fixed. So like to teach, to love, to empower. Yeah, that stuff. The justice. To create beauty. To redefine justice. Realize justice. To realize justice, realize harmony, all the examples we gave. That makes sense because it can be expressed in any which way you want it. That's pretty much it. (laughs) And then everything else is just a series of possibilities. Some stronger than others, but they always depend on the choices we make once we are in body. Yeah. So at some point, your family becomes set in stone, right? Like, but not always because there could be last minute decisions and changes and shifts like oh i can't come through this for whatever reason let me you know maybe i'll just be born through that person i'll come through that way we always have to be ready for those types of changes oh wow yeah i mean will is that powerful because we are that powerful so when it comes to our still that powerful in body if we choose to be yeah wow yeah yeah absolutely we've just forgotten that that's the whole point we've just remembering and we've just allowed ourselves to not just believe it, but to succumb to that illusion over and over and over again. We're so powerful, we made ourselves believe mm-hmm. we were powerless. Yeah. Throw back to season five or six when yeah. I said that every other <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Apart from growth and evolution. <laughs> yeah, what's say the... that with a little bit less. But we're, like... we're growing, but we're, no, but you know what? We're growing and evolutioning to what? What is the end goal of our fate then? Well, it's effectively bliss. And we wouldn't call it a goal. It's effectively the end result of our fate. Yeah. So everything that we do and experience and encounter and reveal through our fate has the potential to bring us to bliss. But I feel like that, and I know, and there's a reason this comes at the very end of the season, which comes in the second half of 2023. And I think we said it before, but it was because we have to understand that there is more than what we think or that we're choosing to believe and that we do sometimes have to create a certain idea and ideal to aim for or we or and go for it. Otherwise, we will fall into despair. Yeah. The risk is too high. And so this isn't like, oh, let's create a new illusion so we can. (laughs) Right. Let's just create this like like this new illusion called bliss 
And if we do that, then we can at least trick ourselves into thinking that life will just be somehow blissful or better if we can just whatever, right? It's kind of like the mind will just kind of create a new fantasy. Mm. But that's not necessarily, as we know, that's not what we're doing. And also, as we know, we know it's possible because we can create it. Like the moment an idea exists, it's already in the ethers. It just needs to be able to find a channel through in order to be realized in our physical reality. Okay. Full stop. If we start to tell ourselves that it's just an illusion, it's just a new coping mechanism to get by, not only are we lying to ourselves, we're already defeated before we're out the gate. Okay. So we have to understand it's real. And the thing is, I think deep down inside all of us, you wouldn't go through your karma. There is all, you wouldn't do anything unless you knew on some level, deep down somewhere, not just anything is better than this, but something is better than this. Yeah. I think that at one point in our lives, without all the separation, socialization, everything else, we've known that it's possible. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we wouldn't still be in body. And that's the truth. Yeah. The key... The key that gets us out of this idea that everything sucks and the only way through is the illusion, right? A.K.A. gratitude, a.k.a. positive thinking, a.k.a. toxic positivity, a.k.a. manifestation, a.k.a. all the things. It's consciousness. And the reason why it is real, like when it is real, it's real is because it comes through us. And it's awareness, right? Yeah. I just know there's more. I can see more. It's like, and I've used this example i know i've written this example but we might never have said it out loud is that when you're a kid and you look at a color let's say green it's green Hmm. as you get older and as you learn more and as you grow more you can see that there's all these different types of green Hmm. and as you keep growing and learning even more maybe you start to see there's textures within the green and you start understanding why it's green Hmm. and you start understanding how to make green Hmm. and the different types of green you can make and how you can mix it with blue and how you can mix it with yellow and you know make it you know all the things right Mm. like that's consciousness Mm. in the most simplest way to explain it i don't know to me that my brain doesn't totally no i get what you mean but it doesn't sound that simple but that's Uh, okay and we all have like i have a very circuitous way of thinking so most of my logic is illogic Uh, (laughs) i was just thinking you know like when you when, when, when a baby when a toddler asks you what's this you say cup you don't say glass, you don't say mug, you don't say plastic cup, you don't explain what goes in the cup, you don't explain that there mm-hmm. are things for hot drinks or small. Yeah. It's just the more you grow up, the more you expand, the more information you're able to hold, the more detail you're able mm-hmm. to hold, and the more understanding you're able to hold, and the more you can understand something, mm-hmm. the more you can create new things from that understanding, yeah. or apply that understanding differently, effectively. Mm-hmm. But that means in Mm. order to get there, we actually have to allow ourselves to do that growing, which means learning all the lessons that avail themselves to us, right? And keep pushing for more of those lessons, Yeah. right? I could have stopped it, oh, it's green, or oh, it's a cup. Which a lot of people have, to one degree or another in their lives, they just stop. Mm. They're like, I've managed to make this part of my existence comfortable enough my coping mechanisms are well in place and supporting me really, really well. I've managed to convince myself this is as good as it gets or it's, it's, it's as good as it's ever going to get. So why would I even try to look beyond? And I get that because sometimes, you know, more isn't, more isn't always better. No. It's just different. It's just different. But effectively what we're looking for is that the reason why you have consciousness and why consciousness is a critical part of our growth and evolution is 
you have transcendence. So consciousness allows for transcendence, right? So what you had mentioned about sort of learning all the lessons and all the, and like realizing all the potential that every experience offers us, what that effectively does is bring you to transcendence. And a soul can only evolve once it is able to transcend something. What is transcendence? Sorry. It is to move across something. So it's a move to, it's to move from one form of consciousness or one point in consciousness to another. Okay. Yeah. So if I learn a lesson, let's say I'm in my karma and I follow my heart and I learn something. Mm-hmm. Have I done transcendence? You have transcended that. Okay, fine. Yes. All right, fine. But it's not the same as knowing, as in, okay, well, I knew this. I knew this to be X. That's how you make the past dead. Yeah. Effectively, because yeah. you transcend something. It doesn't carry the emotional charge anymore. It doesn't carry the, doesn't affect your behavior. It doesn't inform your choices. Mm-hmm. That's how you know you've transcended something. Exactly. Look at me answering how you know you've done something without asking you first. When we're challenged, right? So even when you're in higher consciousness, higher consciousness plus, when you face a challenge, you're allowing your soul to evolve because you're forcing yourself to transcend something. Mm. Yeah. To become more free effectively, right? It's not always free. It's not always about freedom. But in the process of adapting to the challenge, what you're effectively doing, you're allowing for evolution through some kind of change. Which means that you don't... And this is different from... This is different from karma, which often will call for a level of upheaval. Mm, or a slap in, in the face, or like, <laughs> why me crying? Yeah, where it hurts a bit more, right? Because you've, we've kind of stiffened ourselves. It's a bit like you've been in place for so long, and or so, say you've been sitting for a long time, and you go to stand up and things feel a little sore. You know, you reach out your arm and your like elbow might crack or your knees. That's kind of what karma does, right? It like forces you and stretches you, so you're like, ouch. I didn't realize that that muscle was so stiff. Well, it's because you haven't moved it. So what we need once we're in higher consciousness and beyond is you need certain challenges that stretch you a bit. They won't hurt, but they will force you to adapt in a way that you're like, oh, I haven't used that in a while, right? Like, I haven't used that muscle. (laughs) You're like, that doesn't sound good. But I'm just like, why? What's the point? (laughs) Our growth and evolution. So if we're... (laughs) You're like, that sounds so unfun, Liz. I mean... <laughs> You're like, this is supposed to be about bliss. I just want to get to bliss and I just want to coast. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I just want to wake up in the morning and look around at everything in my life and be like, oh my God, it couldn't be better. And then one day it's so amazing. And then I get used to it and I'm like, oh my God, I could have it even better. And then it gets better. Yeah. That's but it does get better. <laughs> it does get better. But our human reality sometimes is just a fucking inconvenience. Okay. I mean, I'll use my me as an... I'll use my, my life as an example for a moment, not the entire life because... What a long, boring story. But I move cities a lot. I haven't moved cities in quite some time. Past two times have been like every six years as opposed to every two. But let me tell you, moving is a bitch. I'll never get used to it. I fucking hate packing. I hate the idea of movers coming to my house and touching all my shit. Like, but they have to. But you have to, before a mover comes, you have to organize. You have to pull everything out of the drawers. And yeah, I just don't like moving. But I fucking do it. You know, because I know that somewhere on the other side of whatever ocean I'm crossing or whatever continent I'm getting to is going to be new opportunities. I mean, if I hadn't agreed to this move, I would have never met you, Raya. Oh, Right? Did you not want to agree to it? <laughs> Were you hesitating? No, no, I didn't hesitate. 
when they when they floated London, I was like, I'm there. I don't care that I hate the weather. I don't care that the last time I was like there. You need to go. I just know. Well, anytime an opportunity. And when you saw itself. me the first time, how did you feel? Anything? We're like, oh, there she is. No, did no. Did you know? No, there was no sense of soul recognition. I just remember yeah. thinking that girl seems like she knows she's like really too cool for this room. <laughs> Which I didn't. <laughs> you so faked it till you made it. <laughs> I was like. You walked in like you just kind of you didn't own it. It wasn't like popular gold bullshit, but it was just like I could take this or leave this. Like I'm cool. I could though because it was exercise. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I didn't realize that till later that that's what it was. And there I am, like woohoo! Like I love dancing, I love moving, and I'm so into this because I'm a dork. And you're like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I really was. I was like, how does she like exercise this much? <laughs> I mean, oh, to be fair, gosh. to show what fate was really like and optimal time for all, we danced next to each other for, what, a year? Yeah, at least. Before we even yeah. had our first session, <laughs> you know? like So actually, sometimes it is just at the right time. It really is. But if I hadn't said yes to this move, who knows where either one of us would have been yeah. or where we'd en- have ended up. And that's a massive stretch. It's for my being, my human my human, my human life as well as my soul, because I'm constantly adapting. And if I'm doing it with other, you know, I did it with my, I've done it with my kids, my husband. And so we're doing it with other people. It's just a stretch, mm. right? But they're not necessarily like horrible, horrible. They're just massively annoying. Okay. So that's what it could look like. Fine. It may not require a transatlantic move, but we got to stretch a bit. Okay. We just got to sometimes like, you know, work really hard. Yeah, exactly. It's just temporary. (laughs) But I still maintain, why does any of this really matter? My fate is about my purpose rather than the relationships, which are the accents inside it, right? Mm -hmm. So like, but okay, I can go and I can have relationships. I can have sex. I can make money. I can, Mm -hmm. all I have is enough. Like externally, things look okay. My coping mechanisms are fantastic. Like, who cares? (laughs) Like genuinely, why, why have I bothered to do any of this? Well, aside the fact that you're in body and your nature and your natural inclination is not just going to be to survive, but to somehow persist. Well, I had a line yesterday in the movie that I think pretty much encapsulates me perfectly. If I don't move forward, I'm going to explode. Yeah. And that's not even, you know, that's definitely not a star sign thing. It's definitely not a personality thing. I'm lazy as fuck. It's just if I don't feel like I'm getting more love, more experiences, more everything, over time I just... I get. I feel the space. I get sad. I get defeatist. Mm-hmm. I, and it's it's not good for me. No, it's not. And it's really not good for anyone. And, and I'm not talking about like going on roller coaster. I'm like, okay, like a really nice dinner with someone I love. Mm. You know, a new holiday destination with someone I laugh with. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm not talking about things that. Like, <laughs> like I'm not asking for too much, people. <laughs> really, not asking for crazy. When I say more, it's not like oh, you know, like a platinum single. No, I'm not saying anything like that. It's just more experiences, different mm-hmm. experiences. Yeah. The goal is to not try to top everything. No, that's which no, is no, effectively it's just more different. Yeah, karmic expanding. ego, karmic ego bullshit wants us to outdo everything. You can literally just watch a different movie every night, and that's still different. Yeah. The spiritual perspective or the expanded perspective behind fate and why this is the last episode is to explain one of the most critical pieces of our fate has to do with how our fate and the fate of the world are connected. I mean, that that sounds super dramatic. It does sound super dramatic, but earlier on, we already blew my mind with the, if I'm in their fate, they're in my fate kind of thing. So I already feel a bit important in other people's (laughs) lives other than just my own. So I already feel a bit loved. (laughs) 
<laughs> really doesn't take much sometimes. No, I am easy. <laughs> you are very easy. I am so easy. <laughs> Listen to me, validate me a little bit, be a bit humble and kind. You've rocked my world. I'm a spiritual slut. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> Peace and love for all. What? So... But I'm a monogamous spiritual word. <laughs> so our, our rather long and circuitous introduction to this episode was effectively just to be able to explain how, just as my fate was connected to yours because we work together, right? And every anyone and everyone that we've ever engaged with as well is somehow connected. because And that's why we've always said, I don't know, from the very beginning, that 5D is effectively a relational concept. Mm. Yeah. So that everyone we've been engaged with, that we're connected, you know, somehow we're connected in our larger fates. So that means that the fact that we live here on earth, right, we're in body, we live on earth, and depend upon the earth for our survival means we're just as connected to earth's fate. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we're not just inhabitants of earth, we're also in, through our fates, connected to earth's fate and how that is unfolding when we understand that our fates are connected to earth's fate it complicates things for a moment like when you really stop to think about it it's understandable that so many people have this alarmist view of like whatever is happening to earth is somehow going to affect us but because a lot of that's fear-based or comes off as fear-based we're not going to pay attention to it because we have other things to do to be honest as souls we're often, until we've really wrapped up our karma, until we've really gotten into our purpose and living from our larger fate, we could give a fuck. Also, you just can't respect anything unless you respect yourself. So it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. So when we are looking at how intertwined our fates can be with others, the moment we realize that we all share a larger connection, it doesn't necessarily mean that I am responsible for you and vice versa. We're not necessarily responsible for the individual on the other side of the world. Because we, as we know, you're never going to get through your own bullshit until you wake up and decide that you have to move through it. And also, you can't make anyone else do anything. No. Like, actually, we discussed this in one of the last episodes of season five, and I thought it was such a weird episode, but now I guess it's making more sense. <laughs> there are some people who don't have the capacity right now mm. to worry about their recycling. No. Because they're more worried about how they're going to feed their families. Yes. You know, there are some people who don't have the capacity right now to worry about how they're heating their homes as long as they're heating them. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have to understand that everything's relative. So effectively, if our fates can intersect even in a distant way through the mere fact that we're living, breathing human beings alive at the same time, I cannot live for you just as much as you cannot live for me. All the energy I pour into living my fullest life will impact the world and someone else just as however they choose to live because our fates are somehow connected even distantly but i cannot do this for someone else either and that's a really important distinction well we've said it a lot in different ways actually Mm. like that actually to work on yourself coming out of your karma doing all that stuff you being one more happy person in the collective one more respectful person in the collective that impacts the world yeah but at the same time the whole point of the I-thou relationship is mm-hmm. that I am me, you are you, we are one, yes. Mm-hmm. But you are you. I respect your path, your journey, your yeah, yeah, your will. Yeah, and we're merely just saying this is how it works in terms of fake connection. That makes sense. Yeah, that's just just another. So the piece way in which so when people 
we feel a connection to personally, they're, we're written in each other's fates explicitly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Some more than others. Yeah, because... So I'm assuming your husband, for example, is like super written into your fate. <laughs> or actually just your fates match, mm-hmm. probably more accurately. Well, they don't match, but they fit. Yeah, fit. that's what I meant, sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess match makes it sound like matchy-matchy. No, yeah, think. no. But... Because no one fate is the same as anyone else. Again, that's part of like your unique divine self that's part of like your point of essence a Mm. bit i mean it's all reflected Mm, that makes sense but in terms of all the people you don't feel a connection with so for example the man in the corner shop Mm -hmm. that you say thank you to once in your life Mm -hmm. actually your fates are connected to simply because you're both connected to earth's fate yes exactly okay that makes sense so what does that look like 2024 going forward right i mean here we are almost to the end not quite but almost to the end of 2023 and we're in the last quarter, as it were. The last quarter, yes. And we're effectively coming to the end of the final year, as we said, of the sort of self-focused year. Yeah. yeah. We made it to 2024, guys. Yeah. Yay. Well, almost. But the kind of self-focused year where we're supposed to be building up our sort of internal mm. consciousness muscles, if you will, to be able to withstand all the energies that are going to throw us about, right? And can you develop enough? Can you just get conscious enough? That you are enough that you can manage all the shit to come. Yeah. And all that foundation building that's going to be required. Can you be a piece of that foundation? Because you're either part of it or you're not. And that's not a separation thing. You're either just going to contribute to it or you're just going to be off to the side doing your thing. It's not going to be all rocky. It's not going to be all harmonious. You're just going to have to be able to roll with it. Okay. But that just sounds like life, to be honest. It's, but no, I mean, we actually say, you know, a lot of people will say that about karma, but karma, you're not rolling with it. You're just getting kicked in the ass. Like, you're oh, just getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. karma is just like one beat down after I, what another. What did I call it? I, be, I <laughs> imagine being in your, when we were recording in the laundry room and I was looking at the washing machine behind you, I was like, like someone threw me in there and I was just getting flung from one side to the other for three years. Yeah, yeah, that's karma. That's what it felt like. That's karma. This to come has more to do with just like, you just got to keep rolling with it. Oh, God, that's happening? What the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's happening? Well, shit. What am I, you know? But that's it's gonna be also like, what we're talking uh, about. We're talking about more collectively. We're not talking yes. about in our personal lives, and yeah. that has to be made a big distinction. Yes, thank you. When we're in our karma, mm-hmm. everything's mostly in our personal lives. Yes. This is more, oh, I, you know, look outside. Like, let's be honest. Like, there are certain news outlets none of us read anymore. Mm. Because effectively, we've slowly figured out that it's just manipulating us to feel certain things, to do certain things, in mm-hmm. order to get other people to have power over certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what more you're meaning. We yeah. can roll with what it looks like on the outside because we know we'll be able to create our own personal realities that work. And the more we create our own personal realities that work and keep seeding joy and love and fun and all these beautiful values into the world, yeah. the more we can raise the consciousness of the world in doing so. And a lot of this gets easier or more manageable when we're in higher consciousness and higher consciousness plus and bliss, right? I mean, this is where the bliss in the title comes from. Mm. Because we can shift our, the fact that we can shift our realities at will to be able to see that life isn't just this linear, boring, bullshit endurance marathon that we've come to believe it to be. And it is that sense of, if, is this all there is, that will keep bringing us to despair if we are not somehow striving for consciousness. You end up facing a choice. This year was all about making that choice. Finally, can you get there? 2023 is a tremendous year. It has been a tremendous year. And we don't necessarily mean that in like a peppy positive sense because 
while one of the themes was fun, there was a lot of unfun for people who, especially those who sort of put off all their shit or couldn't face it. It was still stuck in that. And that level of hopelessness that some might have succumbed to, you know, this year or recent years has so much to do with the fact that you have to be able to get to a point where you can imagine for yourself a different, if not better, kind of reality where there is more and that you know yourself capable of getting there. And bliss is what drives us forward. Knowing this is what, that bliss is the energy. It's the state of being. Okay. That as a soul is the most natural state of being. So it's, it's the gas in the tank. It's a bit more than the gas in the tank. It's actually your destination, remember? So it's, it's really where a soul knows when it is in bliss, it is at its fullest, highest capacity. And then that's when it can create everything. Everything and feel its most divine self. Because once you're in bliss, you're in bliss. There ain't no coming out of bliss. No. No, not at all. Yeah. Which is what we said in previous episodes, you know, in season 4.1 and all the ones we talk about happy, you get to happy and then afterwards you get to bliss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.